the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. Today, I want to ask the question of why so many people are suffering from the bystander effect. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, I'm sure most of us have seen videos of what what is typically a female in distress being attacked violently from a man, and everybody is out with their cameras, and yet nobody seems to run to her call for help, right? And that's just one example. There's many, many that we have seen, especially in the world of technology growth, where people should be doing the right thing. And instead, they're glued to the screens on their phone watching somebody essentially suffer horror. And nobody is doing what they need to do in order to step up. And to put this into perspective, I want to share, I was listening to an interview and I heard this girl share this story that was so profound that will give us a deeper understanding of how we should never be the one to fall victim of the bystander effect. And this younger girl was in her early years of college, and it was a very, very hard biology class. And the the professor was usually super friendly and nice, and everybody goes into the classroom, and this day it was different, because instead of all of the seats usually facing the front of the classroom, Instead, the professor had arranged all of these long tables in a giant circle. And there was a teeny tiny spot where one might be able to squeeze into the center of it. And so the teacher tells everybody, please come in, come in. I need you guys to sit down quickly. And this female can hear right away that there's a, a little bit of a stern tone in this instructor's voice. And the professor had never sounded like this before. And This was one of those classes that was mandatory, and a lot of the students were having a very, very hard time with it. And so it meant a lot for them to pay attention to and heed on the word of everything that this professor said to them. And so the the professor continues and tells them all, you need to hurry up, like, come sit down, sit down. And finally, they sit down, and he goes to the door, and he closes the door. And this was the first time that there wasn't that fun kind of omniance of student chatter in that classroom, everybody was dead silent and they're looking towards the professor and they're just waiting to see, you know, why is, why is today different? It just felt so off and everybody sitting in the silence as they're looking in the center of them, they realize that there's a small table in the center of all of these tables that were arranged into a giant circle And on that small table, there's a little fishbowl, and it's small and clear water, and you can see this bright neon orange fish just swimming around in this tiny fishbowl. And the teacher goes over to the fishbowl, and he stands there, and he does a circle, and he's looking into the eyes of every single student. And he tells them that under no circumstances are any of you to stand up. Under no circumstances are any of you to say a word You are going to stay seated, and anybody who does not stay seated is going to immediately fail my class, is it understood? They all nod. They're not allowed to speak, so they nod. And this professor reaches into the fishbowl, and he grabs that goldfish, and he sets it, oops, excuse me, he sets it on the table next to the fishbowl. And immediately, without even looking down at the fish, he turns around and he leaves the classroom. As you can imagine... Breaking the silence in this room is just this fish that is literally fighting for its life. 
and all of the students start looking at each other and everybody, of course, wanted to have a good grade in this class. You have to take this class. And if he failed you, then that meant that you were going to have to take this class again, which nobody wanted to do. And it was one of those instances where everybody was increasingly getting anxious and looking at one another with that increased anxiety. And of course, secretly, everybody was hoping that somebody would go and save the fish and nobody wanted it to die. And it seemed like the minutes just kept dragging on and on and on. And despite wanting this fish to live, nobody got up to do anything. And it took several long, agonizing minutes. This girl, as she's sharing the story, says that she finally was tired of seeing this fish that was flopping to death, but she knew that it couldn't be her. And one girl finally stands up and she says, fuck this. And she hurries and she goes over to the squeezing her body into that little spot and grabs the fish and then puts him back in the bowl. And you can just feel it palpable in the air, this sense of relief, everybody knowing that this fish wasn't going to die. And with the same sense of silence, they all just glare into this fishbowl and they watch the fish just finally coming back to life, right? And so the girl goes over to her seat and she sits down and nobody says a word after that. And almost instantly, as soon as that female sat down, the professor comes back into the room and he squeezes into that tiny area and he's looking at the fish and he looks everybody in the eye one by one by one. And he says, look at this world. Look at what this world has done to you. And it was an amazing example of how having the bystander effect can affect all of us, especially when there's an element of peer pressure. And I thought this story was so profound because in the midst of sheep in this way, it takes a really strong individual to be the only one to stand up and to do the right thing. And all too often, that individual with that strength fails to ever show up. And in seeing these videos that we do online over and over and over again, I can't help but just wish that it was me in a situation like that. And of course, we we have that Sunday morning, what is it, Sunday morning or Monday morning quarterback where mm-hmm. we talk about how things should have gone. But I think when you are so secure and strong in your morals and values, it goes without question that you would be the one to stand up in a situation like that. In our society's groomed people to feel that way. And and it's and it's sad to see that. And and I think there's a lot more people who would actually step forward and do something than we give credit for. I think in it's in these environments that it's there's sheeple everywhere. Like we're surrounded by them on on a daily basis. And I think as time's going on and progressing further and further, you are seeing more people step step forward, stand up to this what's what's going wrong in society and and I think there is a shift happening with it it's just tank, taking longer than what anyone expected and it's sad that it's taking so long to do that and and there's a mix of there's those people who oh, oh I don't want to get involved I, I'm going to get in trouble if I get involved or there's also those people that I'm going to get thousands of views and likes on this and I, I don't want to sacrifice myself to save that other person. You brought up a good point because in situations like that, the problem before this used to be that fear of liability. That was the issue, right? Mm-hmm. We've done an episode about a doctor that could have helped to save a man's life that 
she just sat there and watched him die essentially on a plane. And the, the most disgusting story that somebody could have told me um, that they partook in themselves. And I think that after that sense of liability was the fear, what now came from that is people being fearful of being the one who is now in the spotlight on that receiving end of the camera, right? Because am I, as you said, like, am I going to get into trouble? And so it's not so much liability anymore, I don't think. It's that sense of social judgment that I think people are fear, fearful of. Yeah, absolutely. And and not only that social judgment, but also that, that social stardom. Like it, that's something that people want. I mean, we're looking for everyday influencers. That, I mean, a huge majority of our, our kids and teenagers nowadays, that's what they want to do. You, you go to a school and ask them, what, what, what do you want to do for? I want to be an influence. Uh, influencer. I want, I want to be a social media star and, and they don't realize the impact that it's not only having on them, but society as a whole, because you go to a park and you're in a group of 50 people and you're standing there watching while a woman's getting assaulted or a man's getting assaulted or, or raped or whatever it may be. No one wants to step forward and do anything anymore, unless you have those, those heroes intermingled in who are just like, no, this is wrong. I'm going to step up. And and it it's a delayed response a majority of the time because it's all of all of that group of people looking at one another is like, okay, who's who's gonna do this? Who's gonna like who's gonna help? And you know, only imagine if we go back to and I'm gonna bring up the flight 93 from 9-11, if they just sat there and just said, okay, these terrorists took over a plane. Where would that plane have hit? It was heading towards the Capitol or to to the White House. Like, where would have it truly hit? But we had heroes step forward and band together without knowing one another and eliminate that threat with a sacrifice of their own lives. Yeah, and luckily we have an audience that is full of badass lions. Definitely not the sheep, which I am so, so proud of. I can't think you enough for tuning into our shows and for listening to the different topics that we spend a lot of time on researching and being able to share with you. So if you've gotten any value out of today's episode, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.